What if you could travel to parallel worlds, the same year, the same Earth, only different dimensions? A world where the Russians rule America, or where your dreams of being a superstar came true, or where San Francisco was a maximum security prison. My friends and I found the gateway. Now the problem is finding a way back home. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Circling the Vortex. This is episode, well season two, episode four, in which we were just looked, just looked at, just watched, just suffered through, uh, what was it, the good, the bad and the wealthy, which uh, we tried to predict last week, or last two weeks ago, what, what this would be and uh, we'll talk about how close we got. But first, I'm joined today by Nathan, who is from a world in which there are only two forms of art, finger painting and interpretive dance. No TV, no movies. That's it. That's it. It's um, it's a crazy world. Some, sometimes <laughs> I like to combine the two and uh, dance on finger painting. And I'm guessing um, possibly probably naked in a group. And, and it, it would be quite a no, tribal... No, no, no. You know, there's going to be a real bonding... Lit situation there. Oh, figure painting and dancing, and like, oh, oh, that's how all all history and art is passed is only through finger painting and dance. I think that's a, that'd be a pretty cool place. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Who needs Marvel Cinematic Universe when you can have it as interpretive dance? When you can have same. finger paints. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't like a bit Agreed. of finger painting? Agree to disagree. <laughs> and what about me? And I, well, I'm joined. I'm joined by you, Ben, uh, from a world. Where clothing hasn't developed past the toga. <laughs> Do we have like, have we like taken on board a wider range of materials for the no, toga? No, no, so is no, there no. like, is there like a pinstriped toga? Same, just same white toga. Um, shoes have developed. So Roman you know, you can toga. Wear, uh, vans with toga. Doc Martens. Snow boots. With toga. Obviously, you know when it's winter, you're gonna wear snow boots with toga. But um, yeah, every outfit is. So, just but is it? Toga. Hold on. So. In the winter, am I just wearing like multiple togas? No, no, you might have like warm. Your, your cloak over the top, like it's a really fleecy easy. toga. But, but um, you said I couldn't use other materials, so that's that's tricky. Okay, that seems quite restrictive. Togas. I don't know. No. <laughs> I think toga, I think very as, very unrestrictive. That's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful flow down there. Um, I think this is indicative of the kind of struggling with creativity that we are seeing within the actual episodes, that our worlds are getting less <laughs> creative and more kind of small in scope. Because I mean, the episode we just watched was, like, how did they make that so boring? So we, we guessed... I thought it was quite interesting, actually, because it was a mixture of our yeah. two guesses. So we, we guessed two weeks ago that the episode would either be Western-based or, like, Greed is Good-based. And it was both, kind of. And yeah. Oh, Neither. It was neither. <laughs> it was neither as good as either could be. It was so boring. Oh, it was so boring. Um, should we just do the recap? I feel like we won't have a lot to talk about here because it was quite confusing. And there's a lot of points I don't remember oh, just, or know just... or understand or want to understand or remember. Frankly, just a lot of half thought out um... concepts that. I just don't hang together like they didn't in the last episode. Um, so we slide into a world immediately. We get the cold open on uh, on this young boy who's like quick drawing toy guns aimed at a poster, uh, and he looks like he's at a Wild West theme park. And then and they go slide in, and uh, they have to decide whether or not to kill the kid 
because they, he's he's watched them slide in. They don't. And, they uh, don't. No, they don't. They don't really. They, they, they leave a witness this time. Yeah, they they they're okay with that. They convince the kid that uh, keep a secret. They're magicians, I believe, was what it was. Yeah. Um, and they go to get some food. And when the, when the Remy Quinn and uh, Wade go to get some food, Arturo goes off to get a book or something, find out about where they are because it's a bit weird because it's all Westy looking. But then they can see like the buildings in the distance, you know, high rise. Yeah, it's like, what is this all cars. about? Yeah, and you can like buy a custom guns from a shop just like on the. Yeah, it's all a bit strange. So they go into this restaurant which only serves steaks, which, by the way, I'm fine with. That sounds all right. Um, I would eat an armadillo steak. I would totally give that a go. Why not? Crunchy. Just meat. Crunchy. Well, what if you've got the hard bit, but like you don't have to have the shell, surely? Like I don't know. I've never eaten one. Also, isn't isn't when you have roast pork the crackling the best bit? I'm just saying the hard bit can sometimes be yeah, very tasty. It's not an armored pig. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess you could argue the armadillo was the armoured pig of the uh, animal kingdom. Um, however, I think we've gone a wee bit off topic there. This is more um, exciting than the episode, frankly. Yeah, do you know what? I'd rather talk about armadillos than this episode. Armored like, pork, that's what it's called. Um, Nathan, you, you did just say to me just prior to starting, can we skip this one after watching this episode? So it's kind of like, oh dear. Uh, so they're in there and it's, it's like a stock ticker running and it's all old westy, but everybody's dressed in like modern business suits and but stetsons and do you know what do you ever wonder what the question was is how how <laughs> how many is too many bolo ties we now have the answer it is this episode of sliders my god i've never been so tired of seeing a bolo tie on someone as i have it's a, after it's watching a very this. cliche <sighs> american so they took an american cliche of wild west and then they just put another american cliche of uh, lawyers, lawyers, you know, Gordon Gecko, lawyers, Wall Street, and just just force them to but fit that's together. Where, even I tell you what, that gets don't. really it gets so confusing because it isn't it isn't Wall. They're not Wall Street traders. They're also lawyers, but they're also like gunslingers, and and it's implied that that's how they do business. But but there they is do an also business takeover. But they also, yeah. But shares are but, done by ga- yeah, gamble them gambling at poker, and yet they, but they, they do deal in stocks and shares and stuff, and and like elements of business. But then there's this gunslinging element, which we only see happen sort of like, and two people get killed. One, one, so one in this scene, Quinn, Quinn kills someone, or he thinks he kills someone, um, who's the fastest gunslinger in the West, sort of character. Jeb or Jed. <laughs> That leads to Quinn getting a job to replace that guy, basically, at the business he represented. Um, and I just, I never really understood what they, he, Quinn even asked them at one point what they do. And they just said, we're in the business of making money. They just sort of take over other businesses. But but they, they also employ gunslingers to do it. But it's also, like, frowned upon. There are rules. There is a sheriff who's being, like, restricted in his ability to to like prevent these murders as it were uh, or, or to catch the people that do it like for some reason the whole concept we find out is that during the 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 civil war texas expanded out west and took over all the kind of western states including california and therefore san francisco which is where this is set and therefore sort of pushed its influence out but it's almost implied that it's wider than that like it might even be the whole us because at one point billy the kid comes in from out east to like as a hired gun, so it's like, okay, that's strange. So it's it is not just in these Texan states. They expanded um, and decided bolo ties. Yes, never changing those. 
That's not I a just... world I want to live in. And then we have another, the other death comes up when, when, when the guy who's like showing Quinn around, showing him a good time to recruit him, like courting him as a, for a role in this business, then has to defend him and kill another guy in a, in a bar. But you never get, you never really, you never see when these, how these hired guns would be employed within business. So you don't actually understand what that mechanic is, how that actually would play out. The formal business takeover shootout. Like is that super well, structured and regulated is that kind or of the what? One at the end? Are they... Kind of, but it's also not because it gets interrupted. So we don't see it actually play out and what that would mean. And then the sheriff's involved and he needs to stop it. So why why is the murder of certain people bad and illegal, right? And then why are the others not bad and illegal? So like the, yeah, you mentioned that being breaking FCC regulations, which I believe is like. Uh, financial governing body in America. I don't know a lot about what the FCC is, but basically, like they, they somehow regulate when the gunslinging is cool to do. So I, 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 it's a mess. It's a mess because you get these, you get these very mixed sort of like roles: lawyers, stockbrokers, the, the, the like you mentioned, the poker gambling. There's very little plot in here. Very little actual narrative. There, there is this whole idea. Of there's this. IT company, basically, computer company. It's going out of business and the woman and her son are oh, trying Ms. to keep Mrs. it going. Hardaway. Sorry? Mrs. Hardaway. Hey, I just thought, because we just watched the episode, what, what? We never found out, right? We know when the son, so th- th- there's all this tension and then Quinn doesn't want to d- d- oh, kill so the bad guy. The bad guy is the kid's son. No, yeah, so son. what is that? Dad, what was maybe? that? So, oh, about so you, how much does the son know? You, so we never there, find out what never, actually there happened. There never was an us. Yeah, so what the fudge was any of that? Was, we never got... Uh, Cliff? There was, I feel like there was a lot cut out of this episode. There was, there was Cliff? Like that just, Cliff? Cliff, who, again, seemed to have potentially more of a... More than just a business relationship with Mrs. Hardaway. And then... Uh, who was him. hung. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Implied that he was murdered. So, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was too... Violent. Maybe it was too mature, and and the studio got involved. Maybe maybe the right just like they just didn't have the time to get in a lot of these the connective D- didn't bits. have the time to write a plot. Basically, well, it's it's weird. It's like they decided like we don't want a plot. We just want ideas. <laughs> like here's a concept. Imagine what it'd be like if in the if in instead of like you know trading on the chalk exchange. The, the these cowboys just gambled you playing poker stocks and shares that'll make a fun scene let's put that in okay imagine what it'd be like to see a high noon showdown but between guys dressed as lawyers okay let's put that in and and let's put them in really ill-fitting suits as well it's by the way these very... are meant to be super high pit paid really powerful dudes and they look terrible it's a very inconsistent <laughs> world with what is still wild west and what's still 80s kind of i yeah well not not necessarily 80s it's still it's still a 90s it, it felt very era. much like it was that kind of 80s you know wall street film that kind of vibe mm, yeah yes and no i don't think they lent into that as much as i, I would have liked it would have made it more fun if they'd led more into greed is good instead of it's just like Wild West, but with business, like the, which just the, felt in the boring. bar, and they had like the sort of wall-mounted old-fashioned phone, and in the hotel they just have a regular, you know, normal house phone. phone. I think, I think, I think the concept there is that old town. So I think that was a bit like themey kind of. Oh, we've kept it like the olden days because we're Texans and we like 
the history of where we can't come from because why wouldn't we celebrate it you know we're stuck in the past a bit so there's like a bit of a there's a bit of a quarter of San Francisco where you can have the original Texas experience. I think that's kind of how they they tried to get around that. But the, it, it kind of, the whole episode sort of, um, unlike the previous episode, defies a structured rundown because there's so little structure to it. It's just like a series of moments. There's very little character. It's very Quinn-focused, but even then, he doesn't, he doesn't do have much. like the much to do, does Things, he, really? Well, he just sort of gets dragged along by other people, basically. And just, like, awkwardly handles guns like he's never seen one before. Wade um, does nothing. No, she she gets shut down, actually. Oh, and there's a great, a really good scene where she's like literally saying, oh, wouldn't it be great if we slid into a world which was civilised where... It wasn't all about like guns and you know maybe the guns don't exist and it's peaceful and stuff. And Arturo just goes, "Stop your wittering, woman!" <laughs> just, oh, yeah. What? Pretty much all we do in the episode. Rembrandt does play a bit of poker, but otherwise, there's nothing really. It feels like for any character, he does play. He turns out well. This is where we got the crying man check. He's like, "I was crying man slim when I was on tour." <laughs> With the with the boys, so he mentioned that. That's why, he, for some reason, he found a lot of time to play poker and was really good at poker. Um, and then we do get the shot from the the opening crawl of him looking smarmy, Playing which poker, I was quite happy about. Wagging the finger, wag it. It's a good finger wag, to be fair. And of course, he cleans up. Um, I think doesn't he win enough money for Mrs. Hardaway to keep the company? Or oh, I don't. Well, I felt like don't that was a desperate know. attempt at a plot to try and keep to keep people involved but it's really it basic work. and you you don't get to know the characters involved you through so mr hardaway was killed at some point you never make him cliff gets killed off halfway through so you, and you have a scene with him maybe a bit and a bit and that's it so the main bit is billy the kid uh, no not billy what's his name the little kid sorry billy the kid's obviously jamie, in it as a character. Billy jamie Ray, billy jamie so or whatever the... there's a lot of there's a lot of west names isn't there yeah jamie who's kind of like the heart of the episode i suppose and they're, you know obviously trying to make not make guns look and violence look as um appealing well, to him as he has once thought gunslinger card then he pulls the gun from quinn and goes to shoot block as they keep pronouncing it weirdly <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, a 10-year-old kid wielding a lethal weapon is an awkward sight, and it's something you probably wouldn't see as much on television now, um, just because, you know, nobody wants to glamorise guns like that amongst kids, which is kind of the story of this, which is the whole point they're trying to get across, that these, these gunslingers are like celebrities, um, and it's and it's grim. And it's not a good world. And so they do have a very preachy liberal kind of thing at the end, don't they? Where Quinn lays down his weapon and invites Billy oh, the Kid to shoot at him. And then they all kind of down. jump in and they all human shields and stuff. And error of your ways, society. Um, I feel very ta- it doesn't feel like it was building up to it. It felt... Nope. Nope. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Like the writers were like, well, we don't know how to end this episode. What do we do? <laughs> Uh, and then we didn't get any kind of like post slide setup or anything or any little like little joke like we do often and which was a shame we could have done with that because you know there was just so much quality a content here (laughs) they couldn't they couldn't lose a minute of it obviously um i think i I think a lot got cut i really do because it's just like there's barely any coherence to this episode do you think it's like a snyder cut like a really good version of this episode (laughs) out there 
a four a four hour long feature cut. Well, we can only see that in black and white though, obviously. Um, but I, I I doubt that. I, I doubt there's any cuts of these things left. On, this is what we've got. Re- release the sliders cut. I'll make the slider. I'll do a fan cut. Yeah, I'll 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 shoot new scenes just myself, and and make a plot out of that mess. It'll, I'll play all the different parts. It'll probably be better. That's. It's, have you got anything you want to mention? How was Wade? Was she thirsty at all this episode? I don't think there was any really. This is the problem with this episode. I found it very hard to take anything in because it just did not keep my attention. If I wasn't watching this for a podcast, I would have totally been on my phone. It's like one of those sort of episodes where I just wouldn't have been, yeah, like you said, giving it your full attention. Um, I, mean, the last I don't I don't think there was any Thirsty Wade. I mean, uh, we mentioned Crime Man reference. Arturo was... Really? Like, talking about characters that didn't have anything to do. Holy crap. I mean, there was... Like, where was Arturo in this episode? <laughs> like, I don't really remember what he did. He didn't do anything. No, he just... Um, was a bit sexist towards Wade, and that, yeah, that's it. That is it. I don't think I don't think you even call that sexist. He was just incredibly dismissive of her. I mean, I don't know if that was gender specific. It's just like well, I think he's very her, he's anti liberal, isn't he? No, he's just a very conservative character, isn't he? He's very like he's just like that. He's just old school and a bit of a dick because of it. So I think I think it doesn't matter who would have come out there. So Quinn Quinn got the most, I think, without a doubt. Rembrandt got the second, then Wade, then Arturo. I mean, but Wade and Arturo basically had nothing. You could pretty much take them out of the episode. But you don't think that... Well, Wade had that moment with Jamie, which I guess was in the A plot. Did but it yeah, Arturo... contribute anything, though? At the very least, Rembrandt's <laughs> poker did, I think, help out Mrs. Hardaway, business lady. <laughs> it's just like I always feel like the writers and whoever directed this forgot what you need to make a story and make somebody care first of all you need context <laughs> and you need to understand the stakes and then you need to understand like the the character's motivations and we didn't really have it, any of, of that Quinn shot someone and he got hired and then it kind of swooshed into oh no my company he's gonna take it public he wants to buy the company oh no he's gonna kill her i, I don't know who who are these people she's she mentioned none, none of it made any sense about none of it matters that was literally it None of it ever mattered. Like, no, like nobody Jodie ever Foster. had that scene, that did they? Nobody got that moment. No, it was it was a train wreck when it comes to structure. Like, truly terrible. Like, too, truly terrible. And, and, and I'm worried that this this is the descent. Say what you want about Journey <laughs> of the Spirits, but at least you can remember what happened. Even Say what you want about Into the Freaking Mystic. Yeah, I, but I like, did mention to Ben that actually I preferred that one. <laughs> Although it was bad, that was... I could follow it, and I knew what was happening. Yeah, so we've we've just had two episodes where this smooshing together of concepts. I mean, did did they take notes from the studio? Go right. Well, you've only you know these concepts you've come up with are too simplistic. You've got to give me. There's got to be more complexity to it, more layers to it. That that's the op- that's the opposite. You don't. You're making it worse by adding this crap. It's I'm, shocking. Uh, 
I'm I'm worried that this is going to be indicative. I think, like you said, of further episodes where they could have I mean, one I... particularly good idea, and they go, "Well, actually, what if we put two of them together?" And then it just doesn't work. I can tell you that um, there's a decided downshift in quality when it comes to certain changes without spoilers that do occur um at the end of this season and the start of next but i remember good stuff from season two um i don't remember i didn't remember that episode at all though i think what like, it does all. prove though is at least i found the episodes with the least amount of set dressing seem to be better yeah it's that it's that clear clear concept doesn't require a lot of gimmick like episode doesn't require two. you know yeah, with um, the the men breeders, there was pretty much no set dressing apart from maybe what maybe a sticker for a bureau on a car or something. And it was a good, thought-out world, engaging story, engaging characters, mm-hmm. and then we got this where they're like, oh, just um, Stetsons and cow horns and you know <laughs> those electric ticker tape things, and it just. Yeah. I don't know if there's even anything we haven't touched on. I'm I'm struggling to recall anything else. If, if you can remember what happened in this episode, Jerry O'Connell, please write to us. <laughs> Any listeners, if we're wrong, if you've got stuff that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you didn't talk about it, let us know because we would greatly love to find the fun in that one. If this is your favourite <laughs> episode or guilty pleasure, please tell us. Maybe there was something we forgot. Tell us why. <laughs> Tell us why. Maybe, maybe I want you, you to have the slider that. cut. Um, and yeah, the the the, the fabled sli- the slider, the slider cut. Slider I love cut. that you. Ca- I love that you're calling it the slider cut. That is so fucking good. <laughs> That's really genius. Um, I think this is going to be the shortest episode we've ever done of this show because we've just we've I'm exhausted try, it. There's not think. even like any. There's not even any like fun hooks. It was quite nice when Arturo did that American accent, like Old West, when he was talking to Jamie the first time. I quite enjoyed his. Thank you kindly, sir. Could you tell us where where to head to find some chow? But then and he I was drops like, it. That was all right. And never mentioned. Doesn't. I'd I'd have personally liked him to hold up that accent for the entire episode, sir. That would have been all right. But like, no, no, he did not. That would have made it fun. But they probably thought that actually was too much fun. there was one good joke in the episode. Mighty Morphin Texas Rangers. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it a joke. It was the but nearest was... there was, okay? I'm taking yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. Sure, was, right. You know, that was the... It's just it's just wasted potential, because there's so much you could do. You could so much... There's so much you could do with, it, with that geopolitical landscape of a, of a Texan kind of nation, right? That's pushed north and... And west and taking over those states. There's so many things you could have done with that to to really do a modernized. What would what would a modernized wild west look like? You know what would how would that work? And I feel like that was the idea here. It's like oh, what would be the west but like modern and it's a business and how would lawyers take that? I saw what what the fuck? Why did you go that way? You know, exploring greed and capitalism and all that business, or just had. You know, have it as Quinn actually did kill him, and you know, maybe a good character episode of him wrestling with the guilt of it. But no, we just got 
nothing. Well, we found out he didn't kill him. Yeah, that was the whole. And I, and I and I can't. I still don't know if that was just her telling him that to make him feel better, or if she genuinely shot him. Because I don't remember the scene. Maybe we'll, well just have to rewatch it, Ben. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, you do that. No. You tell me how it. You do that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I've already. I've already removed it <laughs> from, from my computer. I've so removed I won't it be doing from that. my mind, Ben. Mm, okay. So that was um, episode four: the good, the bad, and the wealthy. Uh, in brackets, totally forgettable. Um, I think next week we've got. In two weeks' time, I should say, we'll be back with an episode, episode five of season two, called El Cid, I believe, yes? Yes. Interesting. That name doesn't give you a lot to go on other than the vague Mexican vibe. So I'm thinking either, as in basically, yeah, just a ripoff of El Cid with a C, or we get a tie into the Carry On universe with Sid James. (laughs) <laughs> is that and is that coming before or after the Sabrina the Teenage Witch tie-in that we're still waiting on? Um, same episode, same time, gonna... same episode. I love it. That, that's my Absolutely. that's my uh, guess. We get Sid James uh, in the sliders because I mean it can't be worse than this. No, <laughs> I mean this is the new low bar, isn't it? I mean I thought. I thought Into the Mystic, and that that was a low bar. I'm trying to think what the low bar from the last series was. Uh, I don't remember them any of them being this boring. I mean, even even I watched a lot of those very drunk. So (laughs) Um, this was just dull and poorly executed and not great. Um, So this is definitely the new new low point for me. Um, Are you looking back through season one? I'm looking back through season one, and even some of the ones I didn't enjoy, like I wasn't a fan of Eggheads. Still undoubtedly better. The Luck one, Rembrandt's one. Yeah, you know what? Pretty much all of season one better than this. That's uh, upsettingly predictable, I feel. (laughs) It's fine. So that was episode uh, four of season two. You have been listening to Circling the Vortex. I've been your host. Ben with me today has been the amazing Nathan. Uh, Please follow us on Twitter at Experience Kills. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you thought. Like I I was saying now, you know, if you've got anything you want us to keep an eye on when we look at an episode let us know any uh, thoughts on any of the episodes we've looked at like we've just here if you if you love this episode tell us why please, god please tell me tell us tell us tell us why um we'd love to do a to a, a listener section would be like a top of an episode and stuff and talk about your comments that'd be fun um but but yeah that was uh and we had to endure that so yeah please give us a like and subscribe on youtube i think frankly it's the least you could do after having to sit through that. Uh, and yeah, you know, as you guys know, as many of you already do, you listen as the, onto the podcast. Um, that's where this is also available. So yeah, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Release the and slider we'll be... cut. There's a release. Hashtag release the slider cut. Hashtag release the slider cut. I love it. I love it. That needs to be a new campaign on Twitter right now. So uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with El Cid. Until then, fingers crossed it's better than that one. Happy sliding. Slide on, baby. Slide on!